Recorded on August 22nd, 2023. Storm season. Welcome to the Push Ahead Podcast, the podcast that's all about pushing the political conversation ahead, not pushing back. Hi, I'm Jamie. I'm Shelby. And we are Pamless today, but we're here to talk about summer updates. So let's address some elephants first. The big elephant is what happens on the 23rd. Tomorrow to us. So we don't know what will happen at the debate other than someone leaked DeSantis's memo, which had four points about defend Trump from Christie, try to connect, try to smile, do not bobblehead. <laughs> do not look like you hate every single person in this entire room. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, I think that just about everyone on that stage, except for Pence and Christie, will be auditioning for the role of Trump's VP pick. Yes. And of course, Trump and his little games. This whole debate is not really the story of the eight people who qualified. It's the story of one of them who refused to go. So Trump is going to be the one who is debated. He's going to be there in spirit, but not actually in physical form. No. But if you look at the poll numbers, yeah, it's a basic vice presidential fight to be the number two. Yeah. Thankfully. They're all number two in my book. Yes. Thankfully, DeSantis has burned that bridge. Yes. Completely. It is to the point that DeSantis is pulling behind other people in certain key states, even though DeSantis is still single digits ahead of the rest of the pack. Christie beat him in an Ohio, no, no, in a New, New Hampshire. Hampshire poll, and Ramaswamy beat him in a, what was it, just a super PAC poll. So DeSantis is, is not doing well, and this will this well if he were a sane candidate this would be his last hurrah yeah he's not that sane no but neither is ramaswamy you come out and you say that nobody should be able to vote until they're 25 really yeah even the crap supreme court we have now will not ever raise the voting age up when the thing that beat it was if you can serve your country and die for it you can vote for it yeah that's just insane They're all trying to out-weird each other on positions because the problem is that their real core platform of cutting Medicare, Medicaid, social benefits, corruption doesn't pull well with their base. So they have to recycle kind of news stories and, and try to get whatever juice they can from them. And I thought it couldn't have gotten any lower than Tim Scott saying that the Florida education policies weren't too bad. Yeah, that's the Republican way. And the South Carolina way, since it's the war of northern aggression down there. And then Nikki Haley. What is she? What has she done besides be a governor to South Carolina? Nikki Haley was South Carolina? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yes, Nikki Haley was the, I want to say, first female governor of South Carolina. Okay. You have to remember that you don't go Republican to help people or to go in to make anyone's lives better. It's to help yourself. They are all about the naked grabbing of power, and they will say or do whatever helps them 
nakedly grab power. So that's the only lens that any of this makes sense. You can't make their platform make sense any other way. I would say Scott has a better chance because I still don't think Republicans will vote for a woman. Yeah. To be fair, they're not going to vote for anyone but Trump. That's... Yeah, the people that are going to vote in the primaries. Yes, yes. So they're all posturing for number two. I think Christie is in it for the lulls. He's in it to sell a book or two. I think Pence is in there to try to rehabilitate his image because I think he thinks that when the GOP flushes Trump from its system, that it could return back to what it was in 2014. Yeah, but he's still crazy. He, he doesn't is. like to... But he's old school crazy. He has all of the old school issues. And so something that we try very hard not to do on this podcast for the next elephant is something that DeSantis did. But let's talk a little bit about why it's a bad idea. You can remember when Obama said that the Republican voters were too busy clutching their guns. They took it personally. Yeah. And when Hillary Clinton called them basket of deplorables, basket of deplorables, that became their mantra. When you are waging a political campaign, you don't go after the base. You don't go after people who could potentially vote for you. And so that's not a way to to get them on your side. And another way, Mr. Harvard, Yale elite candidate campaigning around in white boots because that's what the common folk wear, right? Oh, yeah. Those white rain boots. Yeah. Decided to call Trump voters listless vessels. Yeah. It's weird coming from the guy who went farther right than Trump. It is because if you listen to his whole statement, it's something that you go, yeah, because it's he was essentially saying that the MAGA party is just a blind cult devoted to one person and without a platform or policy or any direction, the followers are just listless vessels. Which I, I agree with. It's the first time, second time that I've known DeSantis to exist that I've actually agreed with him. Yeah. The first time being, mind you, when he allowed takeout alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. It is our one thing when anybody asks, what has DeSantis done that you've liked? Yeah. Take uh, alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Parking lot margaritas. Yeah, those were essential for COVID. And DeSantis calling out the GOP as being essentially an empty shell. He himself ran on that same platform as an empty shell when he was running for re-election of Florida. Hypocrisy is a virtue. Oh, yes, I know. Yep. So in Florida, on top of the presidential race, this is the first chance we have to rid Florida finally of Skeletor. Oh, Okay. So this woman, who is a former representative from Miami, entered the Senate race today. And I will butcher this name. Debbie Mercarol Powell entered the Senate race as a Democrat. Yes. She is Latina. She is in Miami. She did not win her reelection uh-huh, uh-huh. that seat. Also, I've heard good things like she has not perpetrated the largest Medicaid fraud in history. Yeah. Unlike certain sitting senator. Also has not drained the RNC's national coffers as its chair. Yeah. And she has also not published a platform looking to gut social social security, Medicaid, Medicare, all that. Yes, because I seem to remember the last time that they actually had a platform, Scott wrote it. Yeah, yeah. And it had all those things in it. Yeah. She's already doing Uh so much better in my 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But this is one of the first ones that has gotten a little bit of national attention for coming into the race. Yes. Keep an eye on your state Senate race because it could be interesting this year. And now, glad we got rid of all of those elephants. Now for our first and only topic. (laughs) We have, last time we covered indictment number three for Trump. Yes. Let's take a couple minutes and talk about this Georgia indictment and why it's different. This is the one I've been waiting for. Yes. So this is not the payoff charge up in New York. This is not the classified documents down in South Florida. This is not the insurrection up in D.C. This is all about the perfect phone call that Trump made to Governor Kemp. Yes. And also the slates of fake electors breaking into voting machines. And this is a Georgia state case. Yes. First of all, the president, any president, cannot pardon someone for state crimes. That's the role of most governors. And second, the Georgia governor is, I believe, one of three states who doesn't have pardon power. Yes. So even if Trump was able to cozy up to Kemp, a pardon would not be incoming if this was a an actual conviction. Yeah. And also Georgia's laws say that if you are even to want a pardon, you have to have served at least six years and he doesn't get to select them. It is a independent committee. But of course, you do have some people in the Georgia House threatening to change the law, which I don't think they can do in time. Yeah, I don't think that they can do in time. And I think I think Kemp got burnt hardcore by Trump. Oh, yeah. So after the phone call and Kemp stood his ground, Trump tried to bully him from his bully pulpit. And then in the primary, Trump backed someone who tried to primary Kemp, Purdue. And so essentially, he burned that bridge. I think that while Trump may be popular in parts of Georgia, I don't think he's popular in the governor's mansion. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Find me God knows how many extra votes, Kemp. Mm. Yeah. So loyal. Be loyal to me, Kemp. Yeah. So this is different from the D.C. case because it is so grand in scope. It is by its very nature a RICO act which is a an anti-racketeering law where essentially people band together to create a criminal enterprise and then you can once you prove that enterprise existed for a goal an illegal goal you can prosecute all members and boy oh boy is DA Fanny Willis prosecuting all members I would have thought that Giuliani with all of the racketeering that he prosecuted he would have found much less out in the open way of committing this. I am sad for Giuliani. He's always had a murky political reputation, but he did have a couple of wins under his belt. And had he just retired in 2016 and never attached himself to Trump, he would still be remembered as America's mayor. Yes. In the 80s, he made a name for himself breaking up 
mafia, essentially using the RICO Act to prosecute mobsters. Looking back on it, he primarily targeted, I believe, like the Italian mafia and didn't bring any charges against the Russian mafia. In retrospect, that kind of makes a little bit of sense. It does. Yeah. And then he was happening to sit in the mayor's office when 9-11 happened and the entire world rallied around him and he had goodwill for days. It was to the point that Every time he was put in front of a microphone for an interview, the drinking game was to take a shot, take a drink whenever he said, blah, blah, 9-11. Yes. So that was something that we all thought he was just going to ride to his grave. And it's great, old man. Good. You do you. And then he crawled back out into the public spotlight and just absolutely demolished his legacy. Oh, yeah. If he would have just stood there and every now and again say 9-11 and not get as crazy. I'm going to just say senile. Yeah, he wouldn't be remembered for the dripping hair dye. He wouldn't be remembered for the four seasons. He wouldn't be he wouldn't be remembered for uh, ripping a nasty covid fart all over who Jenna Ellis That was so loud that it was picked up by a podium microphone. The last time he tried to foray before the trying to run for president in 2012. Yeah. He was a potential Senate candidate against Hillary Clinton. And then a couple little sex scandals came out about it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he. But 9-11 erased that completely. Yeah. Yeah. So he again, he had so much goodwill and he just tossed it all in the garbage for a big or big orange dumpster fire. Yes. Yeah. That he might now have to be next to because he and Trump were charged with the same amount of crimes. Yes. In Georgia. Yes. And it, so they're finding out all of these other co-defendants are all finding out just how far Donald Trump's lo- loyalty is going. And we're starting to see that Trump is not footing the bill for their legal fees. He refused to pay Giuliani, too. Yes. He refused to pay Giuliani's legal fees. He refused to pay... He refused to pay everything, but this is not a surprise. He stiffed Giuliani... Yeah. ...back in 2021. Donald Trump and skipping out bills is a classic duo. So it's interesting because people are begging now. They're saying, Papa Trump's not paying the bills for me anymore. So, yeah, they are in the find out phase of after the, they've effed around. Yeah. Of the F around find out cycle. Yes. And boy, are they just starting to find out. Yes. So they've all been indicted. And so we are expecting maybe Thursday night by the time that this episode drops. Donald Trump should have been booked. The arraignment should have been televised and we should have gotten a mugshot, which I mean, I saw an absolutely brilliant fundraising idea where just imagine how much they'd be able to sell Hillary Clinton signed mugshots of Donald Trump. I'd buy one. Oh, yeah. We display that proudly. Yeah. Yeah. When they go low, we go high. But I'm willing to pay a high price for that. Yes. I'd bid on an auction. Yeah. But just think how embarrassing and humiliating it will be because they do actually have to get his correct height and weight oh yeah there are betting pools about what his height is going to be i think the the one that i agree with someone was like yeah i put 50 bucks on 319 yeah 
Because you know? there's no way in heck he's any he's anything in what two hundreds. No, yeah, no, not at all. But as someone who has a proud history of his appearance, where yeah. he has to have the perfect orange and the perfect quaff, yeah, it's going to be at least just a little tiny bit satisfying to finally see what he wanted to hide for so long. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I doubt that we're going to see him ending up in jail for breaking the terms of his bond. Yeah, except today he was calling out the prosecutors and the amount of the bond set and was threatening to go seek asylum in Russia, which while yes, I want him to see justice if he goes to seek asylum in Russia. Yeah. So the terms of this bond are that you're not allowed to intimidate witnesses. You're not allowed to flee. You're not allowed to threaten threaten anybody and you're also not allowed to in a special dispensation made for donald trump they updated this to say you are not allowed to essentially tweet like post on the internet or repost something critical so even if he like retruths something that could potentially violate the terms of his bond so if he redoes his comment from today after he's been arraigned yeah that could be bad because he went straight after fanny willis although it will be interesting because i believe that the order went into effect as soon as it was signed so monday and he made that comment on tuesday And so people were talking about what about the interview that is that he's going to run counter programming to the GOP debate and he's going to retaliate. He's going to inflame and threaten and do the Trump. The difference is that interview was recorded before the order went into effect. Darn it. So whatever he says during that pre-recorded interview is not going to be eligible for violating the terms of bond because, again, it's like he's not the one posting it. If he were to take clips and post them to Truth Social, then the judge would have ground to revoke or bring him in or reprimand. But I was only joking. That is going to be their primary defense. And they spelled that out that it's like the statement. It's like joking or not, if it says or threatens or does this, then, you know, it's not humor. As a defendant, you do have a right to the First Amendment, but when you are under a criminal prosecution the the thing that you say can have negative effects yes it can have negative effects because you're entering into an agreement where if trump was in jail because essentially they found that he was found to be under bond which means that he wouldn't be free by default he's not a free man anymore he if he didn't have two hundred thousand dollars he would be in sitting in jail like any other american citizen very very bad jail to boot yeah yeah now they actually care about human rights violations in jails in america and so because he has a special agreement called bond if he exercises his first amendment right to violate the terms of the contract between him and the jailhouse, the contract might be revoked and then he would end up in his default state of being in jail. So that's how this bond thing could potentially go. Yeah, I'd love to see him with an ankle monitor, but I guess they're hoping the Secret Service will keep tabs on him. I believe that any federal warrant 
that is issued or any warrant that has like a governor's signature on it can compel federal agents to execute the warrant, regardless of who they are. It's not to the U.S. Marshals. It's not to the FBI. It's not to the Melbourne Police Department. It is to all law enforcement officers. You are hereby ordered to bring to the court this person. Yes. I think we're all hoping for a contempt of court, but we don't know. Yeah. I think he's hoping for one too, because he's hoping that they might be able to use this to delay the main trial. Because again, Donald Trump's games are delay, which we're seeing happen in Eileen Cannon's court, where instead of saying you have until 2024 before I start the trial, she set a semi-reasonable trial date and then she's letting it slip day by day. And it doesn't look like that is happening in the D.C. court. It looks like it is a little bit, but it's not happening. Because they're not a rocket docket. Yeah. Yeah. And New York was, they set a trial date out pretty far. Yeah. Right now it's hedging to look like March is going to be a crazy time. Yes. With primaries and court dates. Yes. I love his first court date is January for E. Jean Carroll's. Yeah. Defamation. Yeah. Or rape or whatever. But yeah. No defamation because he spoke out at rallies, doubled down on the things that he was found guilty of for defaming. So she goes back to court. Okay. Yeah. It's just civil. Yeah. It'll still hurt. It'll still hit him in the pocketbook, especially when he is bleeding money. He is already bleeding money on his legal defense. Yes. I believe that like 50% of his quarter three or quarter two or quarter three fundraising has already gone towards legal defense. I'm so glad I don't have to pay for legal defense Yeah, for my candidates. It's it, That's actually an interesting point because they're thinking that this is having an impact on the checks with commas type donors, the people who are donating thousands of dollars. Are they thinking, I want to spend $1,000 that go to this guy's lawyer and $1,000 that actually help the party that I think I'm donating to? Or do I just want to spend $2,000 on someone who will spend it in a political way? I think that answer is if you are far in the cult, I trust Trump to do what he needs to do. They just did a study that says the hardcore MAGA people, 71% of the time believe Trump above all. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's an interesting study. I think that's them messing with the pollster. Because, again, the worst thing to a certain class of voters is to potentially have to admit in front of a liberal that they might have been wrong about something. And having to admit that they are wrong about Trump is something that they may never do, even if they actually end up staying home or not supporting or well, not breaking if they up. they're wrong about Trump, they're wrong about everything. Yeah. In their mind, that's what it is. It is an interesting time in Trump world, because this indictment is different. It hit differently. And also the fact that it's number four means that people aren't paying attention to it. The Google searches aren't there. The donations aren't there. The fundraising isn't there. And so he's having trouble leveraging all of this. And I've heard that there might be rumblings of a number five. Yeah, I could see additional states following in Georgia's footsteps about the the fake electors and potential like voting machine tampering items. Yes, because if they 
tampered in Georgia, I would definitely check in the other yeah. states. Yeah, I don't think that they tampered with the results, but they tampered with machines that they, they didn't own, which is known as hacking. Yes. And you're not supposed to hack. No, it's hacking bad. is bad. So that's enough about that. So we got the upcoming GOP debate, which will have been in the past by this. And here, because we care about transparency, we care about letting you know who we are. I have couple of cards here with some questions on them oh joy and we promise to be 100 percent transparent and open and honest with these questions so that way you can know your hosts better yes uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> really yes okay what do you wish people am i supposed to answer these or am i supposed to read these to you the way that these work is we could either <laughs> So these are questions and they have three options. Yes. And the way that you play the game is that one person reads the question and other people have to guess. Although I think that for this, rather than me trying to guess for you and you trying to guess for me, I think that we'll just pick our ABC and go from there. This one I think is for you. What do I wish the people I know were better at doing? Baking cookies, taking things seriously, farting quietly. Oh, I know you wish that I was better at farting quietly. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. You don't don't really bake cookies all that much. No. No. And what's the second one? Taking things seriously, which is boring. Yeah, no. For you, it would be farting quietly. Gotta be, gotta be. Question from the top of the card. Would you say thank you to a robot waiter? Yes, no, or depends on what the service is like? I think I would automatically say it because I try to thank the waiters... And waitresses when I am out eating. Yeah. I I, tried to be polite because at one point I too was one of the waitresses. Oh, see, I'm like forward thinking. Like I'm still polite. We have those Google Home devices and I'm polite to them when the robots take over. Hoping (laughs) that they'll remember my kindness and at least politeness. I thought that they're not supposed to have emotion. Who knows? Yeah. Hedge your bets. All right. Okay. Which magical class would I most enjoy? Care of magical creatures, history of magic, broom flying class. I I feel like for you it would be a a mix. Or I feel like you're torn between broom flying and history of magic. Now I'm torn between care of magical creatures because I wouldn't like the teacher in history of magic. I think I would probably be able to do a better job than the ghost. So I would. It's, been... it, this isn't in that universe, though. This is just in general. Like if you could go to the local community college. It's like history in general. It depends on the teacher. That's whether you have a great experience with history or a crappy experience with history. It's whether or not you got the coach right. or your history teacher. Oh, I know this one for you. What would I miss most from my roast dinners? The gravy. This is British. The Yorkshire puddings. The vegetables. Definitely the gravy. Yeah, I know. I like gravy. I know you do. Uh huh. What would you miss? The Yorkshire pudding? I would miss none of those. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who would fit in better at your housewarming party? Bart Simpson, Sherlock Holmes, or Cruella DeVille? I would probably say Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. It depends. Again, it depends on which Sherlock Holmes, because is it the one who's addicted to cocaine and ripping lines? I'd say the Robert Downey Jr. slash Jude Law combo would be good. Also, Henry Cavill. 
as Sherlock Holmes from Enola Holmes. I could take that one. Yeah, yeah. Henry Cavill. He's cool. Yeah, okay. And one for me. Why am I more likely to lose a board game? I'm not good at the game. I want to do something else. Other players get lucky. I think you would say other players get lucky. I would say you would lose interest. What? I, I, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Exactly. <laughs> All right. This one's easy for me. Which would I rather have? One best friend, a few close friends, many good friends. That is a good question. All of them, I think, are equally okay. Yeah. I'd go with B. Oh, okay. The one in the middle, which was? A few close friends. There you go. What do you hate more, honey? Okay. Getting a cold. When it gets dark really early, being corrected. Well, okay, okay. When it gets dark really early is just depressing. And no one enjoys a cold, but I don't get them all that often. But what does happen often is being corrected, which is not my love language. I love you, dear. I love you, too. All right. Okay. Which would I like to most know instantly? And this is for you. Okay. The entire history of Europe, the entire history of our solar system, or the entire history of your family? Ooh. There's two one in there. Yeah, definitely I would not, not the like system. to know the, the entire history of the solar system. No, thank you. Not a space nut. Entirety of European history would be cool, but also entirety of my family history because. Yeah. But then again, I know most of that now. So let's just say European history because it'd just be interesting. There you go. Although a lot of your family comes from Europe. So I'm pretty sure that if you knew like the entire history, you'd also know a lot of your family history. Yes. Hey, Shelby, what sounds more like me? I have the memory of an elephant. I have the reflexes of a cat. I am as loud as a howler monkey. You do not have the reflexes of a cat. You do not have the memory of anything. I'd have to go with the howler monkey. Thanks. <laughs> Which would I prefer my natural scent was? Rain, popcorn, new car smell. You are often perfumed in popcorn. Yeah, I don't need to. I would be repelling you if that was my scent. Yeah, it smells like vomit and feet, like someone who walked through. I would have to say rain, even though I do being around new car smell. Yeah. I don't need to be the new car smell. Yeah, I also have been reading that new car smell is carcinogenic because yeah. it's off-gassing like solvents and other stuff from the plastic. Do I know about this one? Okay. I know your answer for this, too. Which would I get most excited about? A day at a theme park with my friends, swimming next to a whale, finding some ancient coins with a metal detector. Oh, man. Yours would be finding ancient coins. Yeah. And I think yours would be swimming next to a whale. Yes. I put that in as the swerve because my love of theme parks. But yes, I would rather swim next to a whale. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Which mythological weapon would I rather own? Excalibur, Cupid's bow, or Thor's hammer? Ooh, I'm going to go with Thor's hammer. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. Mjolnir. Yeah, then it would be Excalibur. I don't think you'd care about Cupid's bow too much. Okay, okay. And uh, which competition are you most likely to beat me in? The quickest shower contest, the 50 meter high heel sprint, the thumb war championship. 50 meter high heel sprint. Yeah. I would be like a, a spindly gazelle, just sprawled out. Yeah, except I'd probably fall too, but I'd fall after you. Yes, yes. Okay, 
I think we have gotten to know each other well enough. So audience, thank you for coming along and learning all about your hosts. Anyway, if you like what we do, tell a friend. If not, tell us at pushheadpod at gmail.com. If Pam were here, she would tell you to volunteer to get out to knock doors. Once the weather gets cooler, you can phone bank. You can meet other Democrats in your area. Just there's plenty to do. Get involved in your community. The antidote to feeling helpless is actually getting out there and helping. Because, again, if... If your vote didn't matter, if the votes of those around you didn't matter, they wouldn't try to make it so hard to vote. So remember to register for mail-in ballots because they expired at the beginning of this year. Yep. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. If you got something out of this and know of anybody who cares about what we're saying here, please share. Word of mouth is everything in the grassroots game. If we're awesome, tell a friend. If we're not, tell us how to get better. This has been another episode of the Push Ahead podcast. Please reach out to us via Twitter at push underscore ahead or subscribe to our podcast in your podcatcher of choice. You can find relevant links to the stories that we're talking about in our liner notes on our website at pushaheadpod.com. The music is Super String Theory by Lobo Loco. 